from MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. We are not alone. I don't have Corey, but I got you. That's why I'm not alone. And I don't drink alone, by the way. Uh, that, that was a lie from George Thurgood. If, I feel like a DJ from the 80s. If you can name, without Google, every artist or whatever they're called, uh, groups, rock groups, etc., in there, I would be highly impressed. That medley went from the 50s, the, the 1950s, all the way to like last year. And uh, it felt like it took that long to put it together because I have no editing skills whatsoever. But uh, but we did it. We I did it because I'm alone, as I mentioned in the medley. Corey is not here. Coach manning the ship in this important time in the tennis season, which I'm lying. You know I'm lying. I don't care about anything that's going on right now in tennis. Even though, if you were to just look at it on paper, you would think earth-shattering results this weekend at the NITO ATP Finals. I think if you've listened to this podcast before, you know where I stand on the state of the ATP Tour. And I don't know if the ATP NITO Finals change any of that. I don't know if it changed any of that, but we'll talk about that. But first let's hopefully say hi to Corey. Now we do that obviously in jest cause he doesn't listen. We are, we know that. Uh, but since he's not on it, maybe that's why he doesn't listen. Cause he can't like, just like you, he, you can't stand himself. 
Um, so maybe he'll listen. I do want. I, I will try to get him to listen just for that medley that took. I'm in here sweating in the studio. It's a thousand degrees in here, and I was on YouTube finding clips. I must say, I, uh, I most of those songs I had some idea in my head. I remembered them, or you know, a lyric I remembered. Where is that? You know, I type in the lyric, and it would come. Yeah, that's right. That's the song. That's the that's the band or the whatever. So uh, yeah, maybe I should just do a sound editing podcast. I swear, I feel like there's more sound editing fans out there than tennis. That's how I feel sometimes. I can't help it. I can't help it. Now, when you go out to the courts and you're playing leagues and the courts are full, you feel better about yourself. You feel better about this dumb sport you decided to play. But you're at, but when you're watching TV and the only thing that's on are the NITO ATP finals, uh, you, you turn over to NFL, college football, hockey, basketball is in full swing. Even golf, and you're like, man, there's so much going on. Nah, not golf. I lied about that. There's so much going on, and so many people care about this sport. Even soccer, English Premier League, or I was this weekend. I'm not exactly sure how it works exactly, but I think there's some kind of qualifying situation going on for national teams, so like the U.S. or whoever. Uh, But again, we're awful at soccer, so I have no idea. But it just seems like so many more people care about what's going on in those sports. And it doesn't feel that way sometimes for our sport. Not to depress you, but uh, maybe it's because women's tennis is uh, doing nothing. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that, you know, they're playing a couple of 125s around the world uh, in Houston, right here in Tejas. And, uh, and then in Taipei, they're playing some 125s. But uh, or they played some one twenty fives. I'm not going to talk about those results. There's no chance, except Coco Vandeweghe lost in the final. So at least she's made it to a final. Uh, that was in Houston, as you might imagine. But uh, but the real tennis going on at the pro level, of course, is the Nito Finals. If you haven't watched it, then you uh, then you listen to Corey too much on this podcast because he records everything and. Uh, if you're recording it and you haven't watched it yet, you need to get your life together, get yourself in order, and uh, and hurry up and catch up. But pause this until you do, because I don't want to tell you what happened. Because it's not what I thought was going to happen, except maybe it kind of is, which I know is cryptic, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to work my way around the predictions that I forgot I made already. I don't know. I don't know what predictions I made they probably weren't good but if Corey was here he would remember because every time I fail miserably he remembers but uh but going in I think what we talked about is the big three they're clearly going to be 100% healthy 100% motivated and they're going to win 100% of the matches well not exactly so we had the two groups, Andre Agassi group and the Bjorn Borg group, which makes complete sense. It doesn't. And the two people that made it through 
the Andre Agassi group. Now, the Andre Agassi group consisted of Nadal, Medvedev, Tsitsipas, or as my daughter calls her, calls him Sissy Pants. Not because he's a Sissy Pants, just because his name sounds like Sissy Pants. I think it's funny. And uh, Zverev. So those were four were in the Andre Agassi group. And I'm almost 100% sure we thought Medvedev and Nadal would get through. I think I did. I could be wrong. Maybe I picked somebody right. I don't know. Matter of fact, I think if I laughed that Zverev would make, make it through. Oh, how wrong was I? He made it through. So Zverev makes it to the semi. And uh, pass makes it to the semi. Now, it comes down to sets won and loss, which is, I mean, what else are you going to do in a round robin? You have to do something because you play three matches. That's three people. And so a three of you are tied at 2-1 in our hero, Medvedev, who just a couple of weeks ago, whatever podcast that was, we talked about, oh, this guy's on, on the come up. Is he the next guy? Is he going to surpass all these next geners? If he is one, I don't know, whatever. And and then, you know, prove us right that the next geners are pitiful and he absolutely falls apart. But I do, I, I do remember this prediction I made. I, I made it specifically for this part. I, I said that I wasn't crowning Medvedev that I didn't want to get ahead of myself in relation to the rest of the players in the next gen or anybody just because he's had a nice little run. So that was kind of, I, I, I don't remember which, I, that might have been last week, it might have been the week before, I don't remember. But for sure, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't fall down on the job and say, and and say that uh, he he's the next big deal for sure. So that was good. So because we do that a lot, we always do that where we watch a guy or or on the women's side for sure it happens on the women's side for sure, um, where we just go all in on somebody because they had a good week, and then it's it, it's a disaster. They win one Grand Slam, and here's the next big thing. Can she or he, whoever, you know, compete for the next, you know, for the titles next year, the Grand Slams next year, and then it always falls apart and we look like idiots. So, for that purpose, I was like, nah, not going to happen. And so I didn't. And I look like a genius right now. I absolutely look like a genius right now. So, if... uh. So if anything, I was proven right on that lack of a prediction to say Medvedev was the next big thing. I was like, ah, pump the brakes. Let's chill out because he fell apart. He absolutely fell apart. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. 0-3 on the day, on the week, on the weekend. So it came down to a three-way tie, 2-1, 2-1, 2-1, the percentage or whatever of the how many sets won that's what did it and so Tsitsipas and Zverev were 
five and two and four and two respectively. And poor Nadal was five hundred. He was uh, four and four on sets won and lost. So, so those two Zverev and Tsitsipas make it through. And then on the other side, the Bjorn Borg group. You had Joker, Federer, Team, and Berrettini. So Berrettini got him a dubs. He beat Dami. And so he does get a W, but it was Fetter 2 and 1 and Dominic Team 2 and 1. The Do- Dominic Team ends up beating Djokovic and then Fetter beats Djokovic too and and that was that. So then you had so you know Djokovic was was exact I mean that that was the prediction that was not even close. I was 100%, 100% sure that Djokovic was winning the entire thing. There's no chance he wasn't. Hello, you play to win the game. And he doesn't even make it out of the group stage. Come on. Come on. So I'm clearly, clearly going to blame it 100% on his elbow. No? He just doesn't care about number one. No, that's wrong. Because uh, he even talked about wanting to get back to number one. So, I don't know. He just got beat. Round robin, and he just didn't He just didn't win the matches uh, he needed to win. So, Federer goes through on that, in that uh, from the Bjorn group, and Dominic team goes through. And then Zita passing team, uh, well, obviously team beats Zverev. Come on now. So he's into the final. And then Zita pass takes out Feder in really pretty easy fashion, three and four. Um, and then uh, here's what I will say about the, about the Nito ATP finals. I think it was fixed. I think it was fixed. Because the seats have passed one, six, seven, six, two, seven, six. Anytime a third set it comes down to a third set breaker, I'm dubious at best. I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That really, I think probably where that mentality comes from. I think it just comes from the fact that I was uninspired with the final. And I, that, uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I was uninspired by the final. If you are inspired, call in if you're uninspired by the final as well. It could just it could just be me. But I just I don't know. I don't know. I that's that's sort of where that sentiment came early talking about how everybody cares about other sports and nobody cares about tennis. I don't know. I mean on the one hand, you didn't have a big three in the final, and you only had one of them in the semifinals. And maybe I got caught up like everybody else. Maybe I got caught up thinking, you know, the best players aren't 
in the, you know, in the dance. And so it matters less. It matters less. But I'm also one that, that wants, I want to see the new guys come through. I want to see the next gen and anybody, the next, next gen, et cetera. I want them to start breaking through and I want it to happen before the old guys get old, older. And so I don't know if it's, if I was, I was down because the big three look so pitiful. I'm not ready for them to be overtaken yet. That could be it. That could be it. I, the bottom line is when they get overtaken, it's going to be because the old guys, the big three, have just run out of gas. The problem is Djokovic shouldn't be running out of gas yet. Better's 100. Nadal's broke down. Djokovic has got to hold the line. He's he's got to hold he's got to stand hold the ground uh in honor of the big 3 and and he I mean he wasn't he didn't even get knocked out by a tie break. So it just kind of, it again now I'm not I'm not panicking. Don't get me wrong. I'm not panicking. This isn't the end. I know this doesn't mean it's over. But you're watching. You're watching two out of the big three just not even make. Now Nadal tiebreak got it. You know, indoor hard courts, not his bag. But whatever. So tiebreak. He he lost by sets. That's you know that's not what he's used to. So whatever. Rules are the rules. But Djokovic did not lose because of a tie break. I mean, he got beat. So, um, and out of all of them, he's not the one that's supposed to be doing that. Again, we could say, well, Nadal, he was just going to give it the old college try because he's, he's busted physically. So if he didn't make it, big deal. But he was closer than Djokovic. And Djokovic, is the, maybe he's got his elbow. I don't know. I didn't hear. I had the sound down the whole time. I don't know. So, but again, it's the ATP finals. One thing we didn't know, how much do they care? Well, they're all in it. The big three were all in it. We know everyone else besides the big three cares. But I don't want to just be the same old broken record and, you know, give give the big three excuses of why they lost. Lack of preparation, lack of effort. I mean, I don't think any of them are playing in the ATP Cup, are they? I don't know. So, anyway. So, that's what happened. The match, the final, the final almost looked like a mix between an exhibition and a final, an ATP finals, final, finals, final. Didn't seem like, well, let me rephrase that. I think at points it did. At, at at certain points it did, and then and then you saw the players take risks and and get after the ball. So I don't know, but uh, give me your thoughts on Twitter. Uh, we're at Tennis Rev Pod on at Twitter uh, at Tennis Revolution Pod on Instagram. I don't know how you give me your thoughts on Instagram. I don't know how 
I just look at pictures. I don't know how Instagram works. But give me your thoughts on on any of those about how inspired you were for the finals. It might maybe I'm crazy and maybe it's mixed up with my emotions with the fact that the big three weren't none of the big three were in the final. And I've conditioned myself over the last however many how long we've been doing this podcast, I've conditioned myself that the next gen is just not good enough. Now, if that's 100% true, if that's 100% true that they're not good enough and now they've taken over, I should, and you should be depressed. I mean, what if nobody, I mean, Medvedev looked awful, awful. He just, I mean, he just had an amazing run the tail end of this year. And then he goes off the cliff. Boy, that escalated quickly. So that might be one thing that sort of has me down. But then the other side of it, like I said, is is I have this sense that is this the end? It can't be. It can't be the end of the big three or two of the big three or the dominance of the big three. So... I think those are some of the things playing into my thoughts about the final, which to be fair, I, I'm i sure I'm biased. I'm biased. Now, just because I'm biased doesn't mean I'm wrong that this has been the weakest era. But at some point, the weakest era is going to give way to the next gen's era or the next next gen's era and then it'll all look the same because they're all beating each other, competing against each other at a high level, and you know, and we won't know the difference anymore. So that that's sort of what's got me in the in the headspace I'm in after watching the Nito ATP Finals final, the finals final. So anyway, I wish we could have a call in session. That would be fun. But, you know, but here, here's the other thing that really matters. Well, two things matter. One, Corey's not here. So that's, you know, that's a plus. And the other is the fact that it's only the ATP finals, which sounds ridiculous, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until we get to the Aussie Open. In January, that's when we're back and and we'll either get confirmation that the tide is turning. We're going to get confirmation that at least two-thirds of the big three are slipping into oblivion. That might have been too much. But, you know, that they, that they, they may, may be kind of over that hill, and they're not going to be able to get back. So Djokovic, on the other hand, he's just got to get himself right physically, and I think he'll be right back at it. Um, so anyway, so that's that's where we're at on that. I mean, you know, listen, you can't you can't read too much into the Nito Finals if you have a result that ha- that doesn't comport with recent results on the actual tour. But at the same time, I don't want to get 
too caught up in my biases. Is that is that the? I hope. See if Mister English major was here, he would correct me on what on whether that's the correct uh, plural for bias. Sounds right. So, but I don't want to get too caught up in my biases. Because when the transition does happen for these old fellas and the, and the next gen comes, I want to be able to, to look at that and, and, and examine that and judge that, you know, fairly uh, and, uh, and openly. And so I think I'm getting this ATP Nito Finals is giving me a small window into what it's going to look like when the big three are gone. Or they're not gone, but they won't let go. And I don't know if that's going to happen. That's a whole other angle that worries me, is they may not let it go. They might just stay out there until they can't walk anymore. Which I don't care how bad they get, they're still going to be a, a lot better than a lot of players on down the line. So, And of course, they have plenty of money. It's not like they have to earn their way uh, through the all the travel and and everything else, I mean they've got plenty of money. Pay that man his money. That didn't really fit. Sorry, that was that was not good. I should have done that when I said Sita Pass won the final. That's what I should have done. Let's try that. Hey, Sita Pass wins the a- Nito ATP Finals. Pay that man his money. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That. There you go. I got to give myself some accolades. So anyway, so that's really, I mean, I didn't go into depth into the matches, but I never do. But I think the 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 outcome of the tournament, of the finals, of the ATP finals, I think has some repercussion, repercussions. And I think what we've talked about, is sort of those repercussions. If this is a window into what it's going to look like in the next two years as the big three fall off and we get a new one, two, and three. I mean, think about that. Think about that. Think about the first time somebody besides the big three is number one in the world. What? Think about that. Because that takes sustained success. Now, winning a Grand Slam, you know, a major tournament obviously takes seven matches of sustained success. But you don't have to beat a top 20 player in every round. Sometimes you get a qualifier. Sometimes you get a qualifier even in the second round or a wild card. So I don't want to say winning seven matches to win a major is is fluky, but I think it's more fluky than being number one in the world. That you have to go through a a year-long battle and really earn it. Really, depending on what you did last year, is more than a year. You know, because you have to, you know, it's a year, but you know what I'm saying. You have to defend points, and 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 so it depends on the year before. So, um, yeah. So that's that's going to be, man. If this is a window, if this feels like this, if the ATP Finals, I feel like I feel now. Oof, that's not good. <laughs> That's not good. That's not going to be fun. 
but we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, I couldn't think of two metaphors to mix my. I, I prefer mixing my metaphors, but I I couldn't I couldn't think of another metaphor off the top of my head at the same time so I could mix them. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. All right, so outside of a two minute lonely montage in honor of Corey not being here little ATP talk nothing else going on I don't think I mean you know we could get into some smaller tournaments or what's upcoming but who cares I mean who cares nothing this is it I mean it's the holidays and then and then we get into what I would like to call the Australian Australian Open Series but nobody will call it that but um, that's really the next real tennis we have to look forward to. And, uh, and no, don't start with me on the ATP cup. Cause, uh, I don't care. I don't even know when it is, but to me, I don't know. I, that That's something we'll talk about down the road, but that's there's really not a lot else going on um that even matters so all right definitely get on twitter and share your thoughts with uh what the atp tour looks like in your opinion if this is the future for the next 3 years give me your thoughts on on the match in general you know, what's what's this going to do for team and seats of pass going forward? Um, and then, of course, don't forget while you're on those social media platforms, share and like and retweet and all the other stuff you do on on uh, Twitter. Again, it's at Tennis Rev Pod, Tennis R-E-V Pod, Rev Pod, and Tennis Revolution Pod on Instagram. Corey, you got anything else? Of course he doesn't. All right, until next time, thanks for joining the revolution alone.